Hello and welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast. This is episode number 12. And as you know, my name is Pierre de Sosa. And today I do not have Andrew Miok with me. I decided to kick him off this podcast and take over this bitch. Um, if you're wondering why I am hoarse as fuck, it's because we just finished a, a retreat and these retreats are basically like going into battle and you're going berserk like a Viking warrior, which is actually not far from the truth, even though it's sort of a joke. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, we just went through a crazy program yet again. Um, tears were shed. Uh, blood was not drawn this weekend and uh, everyone got sweaty as fuck. So it's been good. It's been it's been fantastic actually, and we've had some pretty crazy transformations. So, the reason why Andrew is not with me here today is because I wanted to do this with someone uh, special today. Not that Andrew is not special, but a special guest, and it's one of the people that went through the um, the retreat on the weekend. Uh, his name is Jake. Hello, Jake. Hey, what's up? So, Jake, we're gonna get into the story real quick, but. Here's the reason why. So Jake is coming from uh, f- from a background that's pretty common for most of our followers. He's highly intelligent. He's very very successful working in in uh, let's say, let's just say finance. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And um, coming from from a very strict typical Asian background, very strict parents, where he's been raised with like you know like academics and career and everything, and he's very stuck in his head, right? He's great with money, great with business, but he didn't learn how to tap into his masculinity. And Jake, Jake was a little bit of an interesting case on the program because he actually got the opportunity to use this, the, the skills and the concepts that we teach you on the weekend. Uh, he actually got to use them because he did end up meeting a lovely lady uh, just a couple of nights before the program itself started. And she was around, we, we ran this program in, in Phuket, so he had met a, a, a lovely lady, and um, he actually texted her during the course of, of, the, of the program, and, and was like, hey, by the way, I'm going to this sexuality retreat right now, um, if you like, you can, can come over on Sunday night when the retreat is over, and spend the night, and I can practice some cool shit with you, right? And um, yeah, so she did. And uh, but right before he actually met her, long story short, uh, I had uh, we had sh- shown him a little bit of other stuff in terms of masculinity, and that's what he had used to meet her in the first place, and be been able to meet her with absolutely zero manipulation, zero trying, and just being a fucking man, pretty much. So I thought what I did, what what I would do, is bring him onto the podcast, and he can tell you guys from his perspective as a client um, what. He changed in his mindsets and beliefs and who who he is and how that changed the way that women interact with him and how he feels when he's interacting with women. Because I've been doing this for 12 fucking years and I can give you the perspective from my point of view as a coach, which I think is fucking fantastic. And I think you think so as well. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. But... It's also interesting to hear it from someone who just went through the process and went through transformation and he had um, these results and he can see where he is going to go later down the line. So it could be cool to hear from him what he changed and what we did that really helped him and have him basically give away a couple of our secrets and give you some actionable, implementable steps. And for those of you who are wondering, no, this is not going to be a fucking two-hour webinar-style spiel with just talking about his story where it's like the at the end of the day, the tip he gives you is to join the fucking program. It's going to be actual real content. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to start by digging into his backstory so you understand a little bit more about him, where he's coming from. And then we're going to talk about what was his biggest takeaways, what was the biggest lessons he had, the biggest insights, the biggest epiphanies. And the floor is going to be his. And I, there, are, there are no restrictions on what he's allowed to give away and not give away. So we're just going to have a little bit of an honest chat. And uh, that's where we're going to go. And yeah, uh, if, <laughs> if you're listening to this, my dear business mentor, yeah, I know this is not what you're recommending, but I'm sorry. This is the way we do it. So... Let's just get into it. So, uh, Jake, could you give us a little bit of a backstory, who you were growing up, 
what you what, how you perceived masculinity what your frustrations were like with women dealing with other men with sexuality just to give people a little bit of a backstory so other people listening um if they're coming from a similar place like yours they know how to relate to you yeah so i grew up in a very like traditional asian strict parents that kind of background so i was always focused on study well make lots of money but at the same time you know once i achieve the things i wanted in my career i always feel like <clears throat> something empty which is which is i have no idea how to deal with girls at all i was always shy away from girls i always being a little bit ashamed about showing like sexuality and i feel not masculine at all i don't know how to react to girls it's like i always nervous around them um my background is like i have been actively meeting girls in different ways for like past three years and i've dated multiple girls you know sometimes meeting girls and take them home but what frustrated me is like even though some girls went home with me and they like me but i was so nervous to move it forward to next step and because of that the girls can sense it and you know it doesn't end up well that's why uh, the mo main motivation to uh, come to SQL because you know I want to change this. I want to have better understanding, deep understanding of sexuality. Awesome, man. Yeah. So J Jake has has the uh, has one of the more more common or typical stories of our clients, right? Um, Asian strict parents, highly highly intelligent, very driven makes makes all the money <laughs> that, that you would ever need and has all of that stuff figured the fuck out but it's it's, it's so common man and you're so heady is the term that i use you're all in your head right and it's it's creating these other problems right problems with masculinity problems with sexuality um and we'll we'll, we'll get in, into more more um specific frustrations in a bit but so now that people have a little bit more of a backstory, what in, in, in your own words, right? If, if you, um, let's say, let, let's pretend you weren't having a chat with me, right? It's just you, you get back home, right? And um, one, one, of the, one, 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 one of your colleagues, for instance, say, is asking you, hey, Jake, um, um, what, what, was your, what, what was the biggest thing you learned on this weekend that I could use in my own life, right? Just like give him like real, real, honest, genuine advice. Like what could he do in order to improve his life as, uh, as a result of what you learned during this weekend? Yeah. So what I learned is what, what I think the most I got from this program is how to be a masculine man by relaxation, unplugged from validation, and the path of most resistance. So I was always nervous around girls. So because I just, you know, I have this kind of nervousness every time before the program while meeting girls, there are like thousands of things in my head. I was thinking about how to make her like me, you know, different, you know, persuasion techniques, whatever. The thing is that the girls can see that through. I was not being myself and I was nervous. The girls can sense that. But this time I can focus on relaxation and just say whatever come through my mind. Then the unplugged from validation. This thing is huge because I, I grew up like I just love people's validation. I just wouldn't, 
I realize that like people's reaction can control how I feel, and I was not grounded because I just need you know the validation from other people, and this weakens my power as a man. Speaking of path of non-resistance, sorry, that's right, that's wrong, right? Yeah, no, path yeah. of most resistance. Yeah. Speaking of path of most resistance, it's like. I was always scared to do things like to take risks, to go for the things I want to do. It's just like I always want to stay in comfort zone in the past, because I haven't consciously worked on the path of most resistance. By combining doing the boldest thing I can do, which is path of most re- resistance, and relaxation, and unplug from. Validation that makes me makes a girl feel like this guy is like a man. This guy is masculine and sexual. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the, this is this is the most common story ever, right? Like, guy grows up and and just gets almost like all masculinity gets stifled. It's so common in modern societies. It's, it's not just with Asian clients. It's a little bit more pronounced usually because. Your culture is very academic, like it's all about academics. But in in t- today's fucking culture, um, it is just the fucking the, the story of modern man, really, right? And and then once you you start learning to tap into things like the re- relaxation, unplugging from validation, following the path of most resistance. That that's for for those of you listening. That's the uh, uh, the, the three principles that I've, I've basically created. Um, as as a framework or a roadmap to really tap into your own masculinity. So once you learn how to follow those, that's how, how you tap into that. Um, what what would you say um, was so? We were out quickly in a nightclub, and you were sort of interacting with women. And um, how, how did everything? How did your interactions with women go differently and how did they look at you differently and how did they respond to you differently after learning a bit about these masculinity concepts compared to before where where it was more more like um, like tactical sort of persuasion dating strategies whereas versus now it's more like letting go and just being a fucking man right yeah so girls will like just get attracted like right just make away. Make sure you don't let's see this thing. If you click yep. that, okay. just make sure you don't hit that. Okay. Yeah. I think the major difference is the girl will get like attracted by me right away, while doing the boldest thing I can ever say to her, and doing, getting doing, like super yeah, doing, doing the boldest, boldest, boldest yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I thought you said we, baddest. I'm like, what? I didn't teach you that. <laughs> Going the boldest thing yeah. I can do, which is the path of most resistance. Mm. And then I lay back and relax. So the girl will feel like, oh my God, like who is this guy? Because he can be both. Like this guy is so relaxed and so bold at the same time. Mm. Right? So, and the, the whole game is like effortless because... The attraction is already there, so all I have to do is just, you know, say whatever in my mind and vibe with her. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no need for other techniques. Yeah. Or did you yeah. did you feel like they got like more sucked into your reality, or or did did, did, did what, how how did did the girls react differently to you when you were just sort of like being? Mm-hmm. A man rather than doing things that you think a man should do, if that makes sense. Yeah. The girls, when I was trying so much, doing all the techniques and to, you know, to get the girl and the girls can sense it. And lots of times it pushed them away because of that, because the girls feels like this guy is not enough. He has to use certain techniques to get her and she knows it mm. but now she just like this is an attractive guy this guy is attractive and it doesn't matter what he say or what he does 
everything, his presence, his vibe is there. This guy, she just likes him. And he doesn't know, she doesn't know whether he likes her or not. Yeah. That actually makes the girl nervous. A hundred percent. Yeah, that, that, that's the biggest thing that I've noticed. That if, if you can be, comp- so we don't really have time to go in, into full depth because it's basically like a five-hour seminar um, that we're trying to, to give you like the cliff notes of. But the, so, so what Josh is, is talking about is my sort of the trinity of masculinity. Uh, which ignored the how silly the fucking name is. It wasn't meant to rhyme. It just is like three, three principles of being a fucking man. You can call it that. But it was kind of funny that accidentally I started calling it the Trinity, and it's the Trinity of masculinity. And then like, oh, that's kind of funny. Let's make it more silly. So now I call it the Holy Trinity of masculinity. <laughs> so that's like one of the the speeches on the retreat, right? So with relaxation, I talk about three layers of relaxation, right? Mental, emotional, and physical relaxation. Um, And then unplugging from validation, basically learning how to stop seeking validation on every single level. So those two combined basically make you extremely grounded, very dominant, very, very masculine. And then you add path of most resistance, which is basically doing the shit that you're scared of, doing the shit that intimidates you the most, um, and being able to deal with tension and social pressure while staying completely relaxed and letting go of all need for validation. So that makes you more proactive and you're actually like being active while being this dominant and grounded. Um, and when, it, when, it, when you're acting like this, you're moving through the world like this, you're basically untouchable in terms of your emotional uh, like reactiveness or whatever you want to call it. And when you're like this, women will just get nervous around you they just like like you notice when we were out like girls were just sort of like giggling a lot more with without without us actually joking or being funny we were just standing there and girls just like like started to dance around us they sort of waving at us they're coming up to just starting like quote-unquote small talk for for no reason that's in quotations as well for those of you listening and then it's like so where are you from? And they're like, I'm from fucking whatever they would say. And they would be like, ah, like I'm so hoarse, I can't even make like a girl giggle. Um, and then we just add like a little giggle afterwards. And without us being funny, like literally having fairly boring, mundane, quote unquote, normal conversations, because just laughing a lot. Because they're just, just the masculinity in the presence just draws them in and makes them a little bit nervous and giddy, right? So that's cool. Um, let's move on a little bit more and let's talk about what actually happened when you went home with this woman that you met mm-hmm. and how your experience with her was was compared to what your experiences with women have been before. Just in pure, like how it was sexually, how was the connection and how did like how did you did your sort of i don't know what you want to call it, like your newfound masculinity manifest in the bedroom mm-hmm. with her yeah so and what was what's your like big big so so now it was like what's your big advice generally it's like be really relaxed um learn to unplug from validation uh follow the path of most resistance do what scares you like all these kind of things right so that was more like in terms of like general life how to act that was like a big takeaway from the retreat right yeah and that gave you a lot of different reactions from women and that's this you, you just started it right it's something to keep building and building now what's your big biggest takeaways in terms of like what to actually do in the bedroom and how did that manifest with this woman that you met this is actually a very interesting topic because last year i was with 20 women in my bedroom and I was just so, so like clueless and so like nervous that none of them end up like sleeping with me. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually have like a huge anxiety in the bedroom. (laughs) So this time, um, after like getting some advice from Pierre and Andrew, um, I'm more relaxed 
because you know i know like i know what exactly i have to do or i need to deal with in the bedroom so all i have to focus on is just be present with the girl it just enjoy and slow down everything setting up the the mood and make girl feel like relaxed and aroused pretty much so you know tuning on the music the good secret playlist developed by andrew and you know after that give her a massage you know she probably have a little bit you know oh i'm so tired oh i, I don't want to do this so you just like not react and you know okay be a man and and then just do whatever you know just enjoy the moment and focus on connecting and that's yeah, it so sort of forget about the sex and just enjoy yeah. the woman in front of you and yeah you just let things unfold as mm -hmm. it happens and there's no need for the outcome is that sort of what you're saying yeah yeah exactly and things just unfold naturally yeah yeah awesome. and so what well, how, how did this change how how she was behaving around you compared to how other women has been have been behaving around you yeah it's crazy because i was so masculine and the girls actually escalated on me on the way to my home and also she was getting more and more physical she was getting more physical on me yeah and also when she was at my place she was already very relaxed because she already attracted to me so everything just like just unfold very naturally and i didn't need to do much things and she feel relaxed because i am relaxed so yeah it, it, it's easy like i'm a guy and she's a girl and she attracted me so you know sex just happened mm. naturally and how, how and how was the actual sex different because at this mm -hmm. stage when you first met her we had given you a super quick little crash course mm -hmm. right but you hadn't gone through the sql retreat yet yeah so after that those quick little tips how did that make the actual sex different and the connection from sex different from sex that you've had in the past yeah i think the big advice from andrew is to slow the fucking down mm. right in the past all i want to do is like i was super eager to whip out my dick things like that and that makes me nervous makes her nervous and this time it's more like you know just enjoy everything enjoy the music enjoy touching her enjoy like every part of body and that makes me turns on she get turned on as well so there's no no need to rush and just enjoy the sex and also you know after sex we talk be more genuine and talk about our own you know vulnerabilities or like you know childhood things like that to make the real connection and the girl wants to see me again she actually texts me like she wants to see me and i did end up seeing her at the end of a retreat awesome um and then so that's really cool so the sex was a lot different from sex yeah. that you had before and then you and that was after like a quick little crash course and I had helped you a little bit about just the basics of the masculinity. Then you went through the actual retreat, mm -hmm. right? And, and then she came at the end of all of this and uh, you spent the night together again. How was the sex different this time? What happened this time in terms of the connection, in terms of the dominance, in terms of your presence with her and how did she feel about everything? What was her sort of feedback to you? this time she was like mind blown because there's just so much pleasure like from from her like there's so many things and yeah the sex was more intense because i was more i have this kind of a primal instinct you know gets <clears throat> from the program i was more like i've very strong sexual presence and she can just feel it and i can see she's so like nervous in a good way and aroused and uh yeah not only that 
there are like so many techniques to make her like come multiple times so she end up have like five orgasms in a row and she's like just speechless yeah awesome that's fucking fantastic um and uh, so, so that's cool so, so that's what what we call like the party tricks right like mm -hmm. actually making her orgasm a lot which is cool and chicks are like holy fuck he can make me orgasm so much but um as you know who, who's been been through the proper program the real big thing that we that that we're really big on is creating that really deep emotional connection right and something that i found very interesting and I, I want people to hear it in, in your words but what you told me is that you really managed to create this sort of uh, really deep connection with her mm -hmm. and you did like the hippie breathing as we call it and like the yoda hug and and all these kind of things how how did that make you and her connect together in a different way from how you've been connecting with other women if it if it made a difference if it just your thoughts yeah. on that oh the difference huge i can feel like so i can feel she and me have like such strong connection just by doing all the exercise i learned from sql and the girl is like she's just loving me so much Although she's flying home, but she's keep texting me how much like she like me and she enjoys so much. Um, one of the big takeaway uh, from SQL is, you know, watch how the girl reacts to the things I'm doing. So what I'm not like blindly just doing the things, you know, just yeah. just just doing like different algorithms, running algorithms automatically on the girl. It's more like focus on her. Uh, what she likes and explore her sexuality which makes the the whole sex more interesting at the same time more connecting because i know what turns on her like sexually which is like no guys doing that like guys always having sex and for egotistical reasons and you know just poke the dick in and never like focus on like connection at all yeah, 100%. Yeah, so what, 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 he's, what he's referring to is actually what turned out to become a little bit of an inside joke during the weekend. So I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you in on, on the joke. So um, Jake, uh, obviously, you know, working finance, hyper intelligent, really successful. And all the other guys that we ha had on these programs, uh, this program, we had one guy who was, um, I'm not going to go into any sort of details, uh, because, you know, obviously we have confidentiality with all of our clients. But just to get, get, get a perspective on, on the kind of people, like one guy who's a CEO of a, of a really, really big company with hundreds of staff. So that guy was like super logical, super like, like Andrew calls it, straight down the line. Um, and if you don't know what I mean, it's basically like just someone who's like um, in his work, in his career, he is just like figuring out processes, delegating shit, managing people, managing um, uh, processes and all, all these sort of things, right? Um, and just needs to speak and act in, in just, he's just in his head completely, obviously, right? Then another guy who who's also the same, this guy wasn't quite at the same level, but he's had teams of, what was it, 20 to 30 staff, um, multi-million dollar company, uh, same thing with him there. Um, then another guy, a uh, an investor. Um, I'm not gonna go into detail what type of investor. Just have it as confidential as possible. But a pretty big, pretty big time investor. And well, for being an investor, maybe not big time, but making a, a fuck ton of money as an investor. So for him, it's just he's managing a lot of money in investing other people's money so for him like he can't have emotions at all it's all just looking at numbers and data that's my point right and so all, all of the people were like this i'm not going to explain all all the clients but that, that was basically it so it was kind of funny every everyone at the beginning they were like okay what's the one thing i can do to change my processes what's the algorithm to make her connect what's the what's the you know like how do i get the highest roi per 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 like second of attention spent on my woman like it was a lot of, like they're very heady logical things right and so what what really changed for josh was that he went from jake uh we'll make a point of that yeah so one one thing that 
that was a big thing was being able to enjoy the woman without having this preconceived notion of what is the sequence of events to make her actually orgasm, but completely letting go. And instead of treating sexuality as a science with a step-by-step process, turning it into an art, an art form where it's just presence, it's intensity, it's raw, primal masculinity and femininity merging into a dance and having all of these things that you, that you know, you hear me talk about this all the time and Andrew as well. And so what he did is he learned to actually just go with the flow, if you will, and a flow roll <laughs> that became another inside joke on the weekend. And and as 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 you did this, you like really you can watch her and feel her and see her in the moment and see how she is responding. And whenever she's not a hundred percent into it, you feel it right away, and you can just change. Whereas if you have this like algorithm, as we joked about it, it's you you're not responsive to these things because women are can't be programmed like a computer where it's like if then kind of response like if this then do that if she does this then do this right where it's more more like you have to be there on a moment by moment basis and that made a huge difference um one thing i think could be interesting is what were your biggest frustrations specifically in the bedroom before before coming on to the program My biggest frustration is my biggest frustration was, you know, I just super nervous at bedroom. Um, I, I was just, it's hard to be myself because I'm always in my head and I was worried like whether the girl like me or not, uh, how should I get the girl? How should I get the sex? And it just makes me like, like weird in the bedroom you can say that um yeah yeah awesome and how did how did this nervousness in the bedroom actually manifest like how how did it look like what what were some more specific um issues that you were having in the bedroom like like before the program like in your head what you were what, what what was it you were thinking like i want to fix this okay um yeah so Lots of times, uh, when I take the girl to bedroom, like first time meeting her, uh, I cannot get it up because I'm that nervous and in my head, and I just mostly because I didn't know how to, you know, pleasure a girl or I don't know like how to make her, all like make her. I don't know how to make her come or something like. Yeah, Can I do yeah. Again? just like a little bit. Yeah. You, you, were, you weren't sure of exactly how to satisfy her mm-hmm. and all these sort of things. Um, and obviously from what I, I didn't need to, need, need to ask you, like, and what is that like now? You obviously told us in the story that mm-hmm. yeah, that's fucking fine. You made her come three times the first time mm-hmm. after we had had like the quick little, little crash course and you had just worked on your masculinity. Obviously no problems with erectile dysfunction anymore. And then the second time after you went through the course, you made her come five times as well right including making her squirt right exactly um so that's super cool so you fixed that um which is pretty pretty awesome for a three day for the course of just three days right um how 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 long were you oh let's start this before the program so you had problems with a little bit of erectile dysfunction just generally really being in your head when you speak into women and when you did bring a woman home you were even more in your head um and uh, you sort of like you would they wouldn't even sleep with you even though they went home with you because you showed so much nervousness and when you did sleep with them it would be erectile dysfunction and just nervousness how long did you have these problems and what what did you do to try to overcome these issues before you actually came on on uh, on our program yeah it was um it was very long unfortunately i had like this kind of problem when I was under 18. Oh. So, yeah, it was been a long time. And, and how, you old, know, how old are you now? 20, I'm 28. 28. So right. more than 10 years. Um, this happened to me like once, like, it's not very consistently, 
but it gives me this kind of fear and nervousness because every time I was worried, like something like this will happen. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and what what would you say? Yeah, the, the, that that that's that's kind of fucked. Over ten years of struggling with the same thing. What did you do to actually overcome this before it came to the Australia? Because because we we had our just pure little bit of masculinity training without talking much about the sex stuff, mm-hmm. and that instantly made you relax. Girls were coming up to you, and then you're well, not like you were being approached all night, but but they were they they were being sucked into you a little bit more. It's more what I meant. And girls did start start conversations with us a little bit, but I'm not saying that you know like girls were like walking up trying to suck your dick right away. That's <laughs> that's gonna take a while to get to that level. But um, so you went from having a real issue with speaking to women to begin with to them being like almost a little bit sucked into your sort of frame of reality. Um, and this woman that you did bring home, she was like, she was like checking, where do you live? How far away are you living? And she really wanted to go home and she was getting more and more physical with you. <clears throat> and then when you did have sex with her, you know, she came a few times. Um, and this was even before the actual proper retreat. And then we go through the retreat and you have even more stuff. And now when you go out to the club, it's going to be even easier, even more effortless, and obviously with the sexuality, the second time you slept with her, it was even more uh, powerful, even more deeper connection, that will just keep growing as well, so obviously you you found a way to fix this fairly, it's less than a week since we met, and you've made such a huge transformation, so what had you actually tried to do beforehand to fix these issues? And was th- was it anything that that helped you at all, or was everything completely completely shit? And is there anything you would like to warn other people listening to this? Like, don't try this because that's a waste of time. That's a waste of money. Like, just a little bit of a warning spiel, I guess, to other people listening as well. Yeah. So I was I was a little bit desperate, so I went to like different dating programs. Uh, like teaching me how to meet girls it helps me here and there but it gives me like lots of problems as well um for example um, one program is uh focused on you know dealing with like past traumas they you know can identify some patterns of like your negative thinking and goes back to like how the event that like will cause it but it does not provide actual solution like how to be more masculine or how to meet girls or how to better at sexuality things like that so it was not really helpful and then you know there are a couple of other dating programs and they try to um, use outer techniques to um, you know make girl like me which like makes me more nervous and more in my head and it end up like I end up pulling a lot, like taking girls to my home a lot, but you know, it always the girls will resist having sex at the first time at least. And also my vibe was like was weird because before all the training of these programs I was more normal and I have kind of good vibes and girls like me and you know, I get like here and there. But you know, doing like after a few program it makes me a little bit weird like although like girls sometimes can get provoked and have like good reactions it seems the set like seems the interaction going well but you know just it doesn't work in general it actually pushes a girl away and i never had any real results yeah that's not an uncommon story at all and it's something we see way too often. It's actually pissing me off. It, it's, it's, it's stories like this where I'm like, I just wish I could have gotten to you eight years earlier. You know what I mean? It's like so many guys who's like, Jesus Christ, man. So much fucking time and money and fucking heartache and shit I could have saved you. But yeah, it is what it is. At least, you know, you came here eventually. And now we can build on this. Um, what? What made you actually finally take that leap of faith and actually attend the program? Because this is 
this is compared to other things you've done this is by far one of the most expensive programs you've done right mm -hmm. like compared to it because this is this is really a much higher price point of a program um and you had to travel basically across the fucking world to attend the thing um so what was it that made you actually make the decision and what were your sort of concerns before the program and uh, yeah yeah i've been uh following pierre for a long time and he's um i like his content uh in you know the dating community um i'm not super interested in like the technical part it's more like you know for the firstly what got the interest is like principle of relaxation it's actually got me like because that's what i found it's working and uh yeah i just trust pierre um he he also like mentored lots of um the top guys in the community and yeah i just had a call with him and pretty much telling him my problem and he said you know oh sql can 100 percent like solve it and there's like money back guarantee things like that i was just convinced i want to take a try at the time yeah, yeah. awesome um <clears throat> what, what was there anything about the program that that surprised you anything that caught you off guard was there anything that you were like oh shit i did not expect this but both good or bad like whatever yeah um what i was surprised is like the program is like super well structured um from outside because you know the whole you know the industry is like it's not regulated so like lots of um so so-called coaches they don't they're not like disciplined they don't show up on time they don't have any structure they just go with their flow and uh which is not good because you know lots of uh, they don't like oh, sorry no, Wait a second. okay yeah so what i was so surprised because uh from the imp impression of andrew he looks like a skinny hippie dude who's mm -hmm. like sex freak things like that and um yeah he's actually a very like well organized like business guy and he's a very good teacher as well that's what i didn't uh didn't expect it and also um pierce teaching is more focused on like masculinity uh rather than you know the like persuasion techniques which um yeah i was surprised by that and you know i was surprised by how quick the results shows up like that quick it's like before the program i got results and at the end of the program you know <laughs> i got results as well like the girl i took uh, to the retreat and um thanks to andrew and you know we made things happen and she had like five orgasms in a row which is like mind-blowing yeah yeah it's pretty cool um sweet um what, what i want to get into a little bit real quick before we finish off is is something that i think a lot of people would really benefit from and so what i have done for you is actually i haven't told you about this yet but i have created a little bit of uh, a game a game plan <laughs> maybe shouldn't use that terminology because it's not game but like a, a, a strategy if you will on what i think would would really supercharge everything that you learned on this program and how to keep moving forward uh, in the future and obviously for you and me will we will be staying in touch and have aftercare as we call it after after the retreat um but for people listening to this they can can basically be more or less copy these uh, these habits and these ways of, of living and they will see a lot of results as well so I, so if if for, for you listening to this um this will be me giving jake very specific advice for his personality for his goals and for for all these things so if you feel like you can relate a little bit to 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 jake then i would absolutely copy these um these, these strategies or whatever you want to call it um and even if you don't it's just really 
good shit that will make you a fucking man. So, yeah, let's start from um, the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So, number one, um, let's talk a little bit about your actual dating strategy because mm-hmm. you are still single. Um, as we've discussed l- later on, you want to find that girl to settle down with and just have that connection. And you're still after the connections, but you are still single. You will still go out and meet women. Mm-hmm. So with my uh, very, very extensive background in pickup or dating strategies, um, I put together a very simple way of, of just interacting with women in a highly masculine way that will make them drawn into you more or less from your just the way that you are. And then a very simple way of just leading, right? So the way that I'm going to teach you outdoor game, right? Like the pickup, it's not going to be like ways to build attraction, ways to do this. I'm just going to show you a step-by-step process on how to lead. It's just going to be leading in this way, right? And then all the sort of attraction and the interest that is going to come from your vibe, right? So number one. How to talk to girls that look interesting. That's the terminology we're going to use in our head. It's not going to be how to approach girls, how to open girls, like that sort of pickup artist style uh, terminology. I really want you to forget about all of that. This is just a, um, a fucking man sees a woman who looks fucking interesting. And this is how it looks, right? So that's how I want, you to, want it to look in your head and I will share this document with you. I've already entitled it Josh and everything. So you will see everything here as well. Okay. Right. Um, I'll share it with you. Get it to your email. It's just a Google doc. And then, Is well, podcast, yeah, we're still on the podcast, okay. but I'm just telling you like this is so people can listen in on the oh, actual okay. thing. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. So how to talk to girls that look interesting. Number one, start a conversation, right? It's a pretty revolutionary concept, but you're going to have to start the fucking conversation. How do you do that? Right? You, you, like you verbally start a conversation, <laughs> right? Um, and I've given you four quote-unquote conversation starters. They, it does not matter whatsoever what you say, right? This is just four little samples of what you can say. Number one is, um, is, excuse me, you are fucking gorgeous. What's your name? Right? Number two is, uh, hi, I just have to meet you. I'm Jake. What's your name? Three, you look interesting. What's your name? Number four, you have a very interesting vibe. I had to come find out more about you. I'm Jake. Who are you? Like, these are... It's just they're fairly neutral, but you're also presenting yourself in a very masculine way. And it's a little bit classy. And I think it, it, it suits who you are. You know, working in fucking finance, you're a fucking boss. Um, it just makes sense that you're just going to put everything on the line right away. Um, but in a way, that's not supplicating whatsoever. She's very strong. And it's like, I like you. You have my attention, but you haven't really won me over. It's just like you're a little bit interesting as well. I want to speak to you, right? Very simple. And while you do that, as I put here, as you can see, it's you include eye contact and and st- being very close to women, like proximity or whatever, right? Because as a man, you have to be able to get in, like you're sexual, right? So you, when you walk up to a girl, you're, you're this distance, like the same distance as I am from the mic. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who can't see, I have the mic about a fist away from my face. That's how close you should be when you say hi to a girl, right? Then if she pulls back, you pull back. Of course, you have empathy. Again, it's not this preconceived, pre-planned algorithm. It's like if she pulls back and you're like a little bit close, then you pull back, of course, as well, right? Number two, get in a comfortable position, right? No matter what's happening, you want to be in a very comfortable position. You find something to lean back on, sit in, and be in the absolutely most comfortable position you can possibly be in, right? Locking in or whatever, right? Um, The reason for this is not a persuasion or influence tactic, even though it does help from that perspective. But the real point is that you can relax and get present, so you're comfortable, right? Like when we did the whole meta meditation shit, you know how it's always like, be so relaxed that you uh, be get comfortable enough so you can be fully relaxed, but without being in such a comfortable position that you're going to fall asleep, 
right? It's basically the same pos- same concept when you're talking to women, okay. right? And you know how to do this. We did this when we went out. Yeah. Number two, casually mention what your plans are for later, right? Imagine this. You're seeing a fuck buddy in a club. What do you do? Like, hey, how's it going? Fuck, you look good tonight. How's it? What are you doing? Like, yeah, not much. What are you doing? You're like, yeah, I'm just out, out with my mates. I'm probably going to go home and have a couple of wines uh, later on. If you like, you can uh, come over, right? Just don't get too drunk and break my shit. Like, ha ha, whatever. Now you just mentioned that you're going to go home. They're going to get in a comfortable position as well, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what in Pika we would call seeding the pole, right? So now that she, it's just she understands where this is ending, but it's not in a persuasive way or in a... It is persuasive, but it's not in a manipulative way. It's just you're just letting her know what your intentions are in a casual way, mm-hmm. right? And then have a normal conversation. This is a very revolutionary concept, you know. Just normal conversation. It's fine to be boring if you're feeling in a boring mood. Um, if you're feeling introverted, you just be act as an introvert, right? Or if you're like you're really on top of shit that day, then you act like that as well. But the way that you act doesn't matter. Just a normal, regular conversation, like as if you've known the girl for a couple of years and you're just fucking. Or if you're meeting a mate, but it's just a little bit more sexual than that. You have relaxation, unplug from validation, pathomost resistance during this time, mm-hmm. right? Then we have deep sexual connection in a slot in a child, positive, negative, right? Um, this is not something you, you actively do. This is more like a result of the, the trinity of masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. And then things become more and more sexual and uh, you know you get to know more about her and you're interested in her sexuality you start talking maybe you mention the sql retreat everything that you've learned all this kind of stuff and things become very sexual and you have a good connection and if you actually do really like her you invite her home you're like hi i'm actually gonna go have the glass of wine now do you want to come with they're gonna yeah sure right then if they have some limiting beliefs like maybe you're gonna think that she's too inexperienced or whatever, you coach her through it a little bit, you explain, hey, I'm not going to judge you, blah, 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 all these kind of things, right? And then, as, as, as a rule, whenever you're out, you always go and speak to the, wo- to the women that intimidate you the most. You don't walk around trying to build momentum and just talking to a bunch of people for the sake of doing it. If you feel super social, you can do that, but as a general rule, just Im- appro- approach what intimidates you the most, right? That's the general outline of how to go out and actually meet women. That's super simple. You don't have to do this many, many times a week at all. Once or twice a week is enough. Like you saw, we were out twice. First time you should have fucking met, pulled her, but then you start doing a little bit of gamey shit and you lost her the second night. You actually never did the gamey shit and you got this girl, right? So you go home, just follow this super simple process because with the masculine stuff, they will be automatically drawn into you. And then you follow this super simple thing, right? Any questions on that? crystal clear um and then we're going to talk about the more personal development stuff so how to become the male equivalent of a 10 so the more you do this stuff the more women are going to be drawn into you when you do that very simple process that i just explained so the more you do the following shit the more results you will have from the stuff that we just that we had worked on right okay so now number one sub communication speak slowly you know say the actual words slowly as well as using pauses as you know with me i'm always more or less always speaking slowly i have a lot of pauses um and this is this is a result of being very very relaxed and very very present right so i don't i don't want you to to too much be walking around thinking about your subcommunication because in a way that is seeking validation and I want you to unplug from the validation, right? Um, but it's at the same same time, it is something to be a little bit cognizant of because when you force your subcommunication to, to be slower, more grounded, then you feel more relaxed yourself. So it's just, it's more, I want you not to think of it like, I'm going to speak slowly and use pauses so that girls think that I'm cool. Mm-hmm. It's more, I am going to speak and move in a way that makes my brain at re- relax and so I feel at ease. So it's, it's, it's a relaxation method. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And one thing, I actually forgot to tell you this, and that's why I put it in here. I forgot to tell you this during the actual course. Um, this is a technique that I use. When I speak, I actually feel my vocal cords vibrate 
And if it's a little bit hard for you to do right now, just like this, what you do is you actually place your your hand on your throat. So you feel them vibrate. Can you speak like that? Yeah, it does. It does. I feel the vocal cords right. vibrate. Yeah. Suddenly, your voice is now several tones deeper. Wow. Like wait, when you listen to the actual podcast, we'll yeah. make a note on when you started speaking like this. Okay. So this is 55 <laughs> minutes in. Make another note here. 55. You're just way, way... You're speaking slower and you got a deeper voice instantly. What you want to do later on is just feel it vibrate without having, because what you're doing here, yeah. you know what you're actually doing without noticing it, because now you put press, you became present and you became aware of it. As a result, you relaxed your vocal cords. Yeah. So you're so speaking slower, your whole face, your all facial expressions are slower. You're moving your head slower. You know how you've been like nodding kind of fast before? Everything is slow. Your yeah. eyelids are relaxed. Your whole face is relaxed. You're moving f slower. You're speaking slower and with a deeper voice. Everything is just you. Boom. Everything is tweaked in a second. So that's a cool trick that I yeah. forgot to tell you before. Um, so that's one thing. And for you listening to this, this is like the fucking... This is a real Yoda trick that you, that, that you got. Um, number two, move slowly and move minimally. Only move if you got a purpose with the movement, behind the movement. Otherwise, uh, feel your feet being planted into the ground, not moving, and only use your hands for actual gestures and not like tapping around, that kind of stuff. Right. It's pretty straightforward what I mean. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no fidgeting, no tapping of hands or feet, slow head movements, stand up straight, shoulders back, chin up, basic stuff. But really, feel your vocal cords as you speak, and most of these things will be fixed. And then you do more of the of the groundedness meditation. So with the meta meditation, what we started with, with the extreme, like every time you breathe out, you maximize the relaxation. And when you breathe in, you maintain the level of relaxation. And when you breathe out, you make sure to relax them even more. That thing we did. Do that while speaking to women, then do the meta thing, and then you feel, when you actually do speak, you feel your vocal cords. Those three things together, boom, gonna fucking maximize your groundedness. You're gonna come across as super dominant. Okay. All right. Um, and the fashion, you know, dress to express who you are, don't dress to, to like be cool or attractive with it, but just express who you actually are, right? It's nothing to go into too much depth with but it's like you, you, you already dress fucking well I just wanted to put it in there it's not it's not much you need to change at all really um, just dress in a way that makes you feel comfortable fitness and grooming you know modern but classic haircut um, yeah the, your haircut is fucking fine no issues there um, follow so this is push pull legs workout right so obviously I want you to, to hit the gym a little bit more both for the masculinity but also put on a little bit more muscle mass. We just make a huge difference. You, you will just come across as more, more dominant, and you will feel a lot more confident as well. So you go, day one you push, day two you pull, day three you work out your legs, then you have one day off. So just oh, okay. push, pull, legs, rest. Push, pull, legs, rest. So three days off, one, three days on, one day off. Mm -hmm. That should shouldn't be too intense at all. What I usually do is push, pull, legs push pull legs and then one day off so it's six days a week in the gym but you know with your fucking career um you know three days on one day off that's better so it's not monday tuesday wednesday thing it's 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 more of a rotating roster so sometimes you'll be working out on a sunday sometimes you won't so it'll be back and forth yeah. right then daily exercises bioenergetics i haven't shown you that yet i'm gonna make that into alumni group i'm gonna show you all my bioenergetics movement that's just gonna make you even more grounded and you're gonna do that before you go out you meet women but also before you go to work it's just gonna make you more of a boss in general life okay right so it's similar to the primal animal sort of exercise that we did on the retreat right. but something you can do on your own that's a lot more more do sustainable like that thing is going to be hard to do that every fucking morning when you have fucking neighbors and shit right so this is a quiet more still version okay. but that will still make you tap into that part of yourself uh then five to ten minutes inhabit the body that's the you know the relaxation thing then 20 to 45 minutes of meta 10 minutes stretching routine that's like with the frog and the walking around that sort of mm -hmm. thing 
five minutes of the perfect partner exercise to really tap into that. That's like daily grounding exercises, right? If you don't have time for this shouldn't take more than five minutes either, right? So that in total, maybe like an hour and a half. Um, if there's a little bit too much, you can, yeah, you, you can do this. Let's just work with a minimum time just to make it sustainable long term. We can do it like this and perfect partner we can do it three minutes right so yeah. 20 25 30 35 uh 38 minutes right mm -hmm. that that's not too much time yeah. really so that should be doable and if you feel like you want to and like you have time to add more minutes i would i would absolutely try and do this one do 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 all of them a little bit longer this one is fine to do three minutes a day i don't think you need to add anything to that mm -hmm. later on you can probably do this just once a week, just to remind yourself. <laughs> Excuse me. So, what's inhabit the body? That's that uh, the thing we do before the med me the meta meditation. Every time you breathe out, oh. relax as much as possible. Then you breathe in, and you maintain that same level of relaxation. And when you breathe out, relax twice as much as before. Even if you already thought you relaxed maximally, right? Um, and in terms of knowledge, to keep everything in your brain. Go through the notes from the SQL retreat every week, mm -hmm. right? Then watch all of the group in the alumni, right? Because you're going to have for 12 months, you're going to have a fuck ton of content every single week coming up, more advanced stuff. And then stay up to date on, on the free SQL content um, just to keep, keep understanding more about masculinity and sexuality and femininity and all these kind of things, right? And then for your own career success, you have other stuff to study, of course, but it's just for this shit, right? So if you do this, stick to that for at least another year as real have this as a really big focus and you know the the change you've had in last week you can have this amount of change at least every 30 days you will have the same level of change for an entire year and you know like you understand this with investing you know that a compound like you've, you've had like a big spike now but like this will when you look at this on uh, over a long time it will still be like this and after, when you're coming into month 10, month 11, month 12, this is going to go, right? You're going to have the proper compounding effect of everything. And it's, you are not going to believe what a different person you are, right? Anything you want to clarify on that? Uh, not at the moment. No? No. All go crystal clear? Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, so I'm going to share this one with you. And so that's a thing moving forward. And obviously, you know, we'll, we'll stay in touch and we'll keep refining things as we go along. Um, but yeah, I think we'll finish this off, this podcast here. I, th I thought it would just be interesting for people to hear exactly this little action plan and they can replicate it at home as well. Obviously, that will be without my supervision, but it will still, this, this, this is the shit I did personally. I did, I did had more habits, but you, you don't need all of the habits I did because for me, it was just 24-7 only focusing on this. You also have a fucking proper career. You're not a fucking idiot like me who just dedicated my life only to sexuality and, you know, dealing with women. So I had more. For me, I had these habits, but I did have like maybe four or five other daily habits, but also mostly I, I, I spent like twice or three times as much time on each habit every single day on top of speaking to women for 10 hours every single day as well, right? So for you, it's just like you're doing like the light version, but this is basically the roadmap I had and what really got me the biggest results, right? Um, plus on top of this, I had my mentor that I went back and forth and that really supercharged everything as well. And you'll have the same, bo both me and Andrew at your disposal. Um, cool. Um, do you have any last words for anyone maybe listening to this? Any word of advice, any last thoughts, anything you think they should know about just whatever? Just the floor is yours. Anything else you would like to add? Yeah, for um, people are like on the fence, um, I, I think everybody in the program was like really impressed by Pierre and Andrew their uh, level of commitment, uh, professionalism, everything we learn from. We have a huge arsenal of the things we can do to girls and also, you know, our deep understanding of masculinity, sexuality. It's just a life-changing experience. Um, 
yeah it's awesome thank you man really appreciate that yeah cool so anyone listening to this i hope you got a lot out of it as you can tell um we really try to practice with a lot of value things that you can actually do at home um that's really the way we want to do this i know a lot of people who they they run these programs and and then and they have podcasts and free content and everything and then they bring their clients on and it's like yeah here you go with some free value and the whole thing is just one giant testimonial as you can tell jake is very happy with the retreat and uh, we have a really good relationship me and him and uh, it's just worked out really 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 fucking well uh, as it did with, with really everyone on, on on this retreat and we're going to try and have everybody on obviously it's great for our fucking marketing it's great for our fucking sales and i'm not going to be one of those people who are going to pretend that there is no marketing tactics behind this we want you to hear from our clients because we want we want them to do a lot of talking as well so it it is a long form fucking an hour plus testimonial that i'm not gonna pretend that it's not because i hate people who do that sleazy kind of marketing shit but we we really try to practice with as much value as possible so you can hear really from our clients like what do they get from this how would they change their life like what actionable steps are they doing so now you can actually repeat these actions yourself and if you if you're still on the fence you're like hey you, you can you can try some of these things that he's going to do with his life as well and see if, if that's having an effect on your life. And if you try it, please let me know. And I will personally give you a little bit of feedback on how you're implementing it. Um, you're not going to get the same level of supervision that fucking Jake is getting because you haven't paid for it yet and you're not behind the paywall because that's the way business is done. It's, you know, I'm not going to make that a secret because everybody knows this. But I am happy to give you a little bit of feedback. And... Um, yeah, this podcast has been a lot of fun to do. Thank you for coming on. And um, yeah, I hope for anyone listening, take Jake's advice. And, you know, when you go out, follow path of most resistance, relax, don't seek fucking validation, follow a very simple plan of action. And then when you're meeting girls, don't have a preconceived fucking plan on how to do things. Be really present. Take your time with a fucking foreplay. Um and and really tap into your masculinity and don't don't do things to impress people just really i'm I'm, i hate when people say it but be yourself right like be grounded and you know i i gave you his game plan pretty much moving forward right like you know like with, with how how to hold a conversation how to take a girl home, how to deal with it in, in the bedroom, like have a playlist. And if you want to know about the playlist, let us know and we'll actually share it with you as well. Um, and then things like, you know, the thing with the vocal, feeling the vocal cords as you speak, that is a huge thing. And then, you know, do better bioenergetics, do meta meditation. You can look it up. I do a special, like I've developed my own way of doing it, but you can do it yourself. Just look it up. It's not a big concept, really. It's a great book called Altruism by Matthew Richard or Ricard, whatever. 700 page book on the science behind it. Very interesting things. Do stretching, do all these kind of things. Hit the the gym. One thing I forgot to add to your thing, you're going to do jujitsu as well, my friends. It's the PPL, push-pull legs workout plus jujitsu um and that's it if you want to know more about where to find us andrewmyok.com obviously the facebook group sexual quantum leap and um, yeah that is it we're also getting all over instagram but you can probably find us there on your own you don't need me to plug that so yeah have a really good fucking day and i'll talk to you later thank you for being here jake thank you pierre